Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. Welcome to Beer Nuts, number 124. I'm Chris, I am in Garden City, Kansas. And my last check-in on Untapped was 10 Tickles by Shorts Brewing. This is Lieutenant Dang, uh, Dan. I am down in Springfield, Missouri. And my last check-in was Sicker Than Your Average from uh, Other Half Brewing Company. I don't have the can in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it was a collaboration with somebody else. It was uh, pretty tasty. This is JR. I'm here on Gross Hill, Michigan, on the island with Uncle Pete. And I just checked in a few moments ago a Blood Orange Haze from Big Lake Brewing in Holland, Michigan. It's a nice New England IPA. Very pleasant tasting. Enjoyed it very much. Uncle Pete here, also on Grozio with JR. Uh, checked into uh, Sierra Nevada Brute IPA uh, within the last couple of days. Nice and dry and tasty. And this is Greg in Dearborn, Michigan. And my last untapped check-in was the 2018 Founders Blushing Monk. All right. Uh, delicious. And Uncle Pete and I went to the Detroit Tap Room and had some Blushing Monk the day they released it. And boy, it's really delicious. It's good. Very good. Good batch this year. Uh, if you get a chance, pick some up. You won't be disappointed. So this time, as always, we'd like to invite all our listeners to crack open a cold one. Hopefully you've got a beer close by. And for those of you that are abstaining for your New Year's resolutions, uh, we hope you'll break those for us. Um, because... I'm trying to lose weight, too, but Wednesdays, when we record the episodes, I'm taking a pass. So, really happy to be to get, drinking a beer tonight. You're uh, supposed to get one cheat day, right? Well, uh, I'm going to have two because I, <laughs> I decided I was going to cut to two nights a week. So, <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, again, we're not pretentious beer snobs. We are just regular guys that enjoy sitting around and enjoying great beers and each other's companies. And uh, the goal of our show is simply to expose more good people to more good beer. So thanks for listening and let's kick it off with uh, Lieutenant Dang in Missouri. All right. Well, uh, for our new Belgium special here, I've got uh, Voodoo Ranger Juicy Age. Did we mention we're doing New Belgium? By the way, but if we didn't, we we now did. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, the theme of tonight's episode—that would be a kind of pertinent information—is New Belgium Brewing Company from Fort Collins, Colorado. I, for some reason, in my brain, I think I 
why do I think they're from Michigan? Is it because New Holland's from Michigan? I don't know. I get it confused all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Fort well, Collins, Fort Collins. little north of Denver. They also have an outfit in Asheville, North Carolina. Ooh. Yes, that's their second yeah. brewery for the East Coast. So, uh, really like some of the things they do, and I like uh, a lot of things about their company. We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, we'll go back to Lieutenant Dang, who's kicking off with our first New Belgium beer of the evening. All right. Yeah, it's uh, the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze version. Uh, Voodoo Ranger is kind of, uh, they, they kicked it off. I don't know how long it's been around now, but it's a little bit of a series they have of, of IPAs that they do. There's the regular one, Voodoo Ranger, then there's an Imperial version, and, and they've come out with a few different flavored versions. I can't, I think, I don't know, I can't, I'm not going to try to list them all, but the Juicy Haze is their um, New England version, basically, of it. And uh, pours kind of a, a cloudy yellow, um, normal head for an IPA, nothing crazy. Um, it's, it's pretty nice and cloudy. You can't really see through it. Um, if you've tried some of the other companies out, breweries out there across the country that have tried to jump on the bandwagon and have totally missed on that idea, they did not. They, they got the cloudiness down of the New England IPA. And uh, it's got, uh, I would say, a decent amount of floral aroma, or excuse me, floral, juicy aroma. Um, it's kind of light on the light end of it, but, you know, it's definitely orange um juiciness to it um let me take a sip here it's got an okay uh body mouthfeel to it it's not too thick it's not too thin um kind of a medium bitterness as far as in the ipa range go or the new england ipa range i should say um a little sweet kind of caramely that is there along with the looks more of that citrus and juicy notes flavors um, some people can go all crazy specific on the citrus flavors like lemon or grapefruit or me. I just always, I'm pretty basic. I always just kind of think citrus in general and orange, but, um, it, it's kind of lingering just a touch of bitterness. So maybe for some of the ones around the country, if you've had other versions, it's maybe a touch more bitter on on the beginning and the end of it, but it's a, a solid, I think really, really good at uh, beer from these guys. It's really drinkable. Um, I would love it. I wouldn't even mind it next, this next summer if they came out within cans so I could take it to the lake or something like that. Uh, I drink a pretty fair amount of these actually, because if I'm out at a grocery store or somewhere else, there's a good chance this is, is going to be on the shelf where I don't have other good options. This is a, um, Pretty solid regular rotation in my in my uh, in my life, so enjoy this one a lot. Anybody else have this one? I have not. Me neither. I haven't tried it. Sounds really good. Um, one of the reasons we wanted to do New Belgium, well, one of the many reasons, but is that readily available. Um, these beers are usually uh, readily available in uh, chain grocery stores, even some convenience stores. Yeah. So it's uh. And it's, uh, as we'll find out shortly, uh, it's a great company to work for, and they're very environmentally conscious. And you can feel really good about uh, about purchasing their beers. Um, they stand for everything that's good with craft beer. And 
they're also a really good value, you know, solid uh, quality at a very reasonable prices in my opinion. So, all right, well, then I'm going to go right into mine because it's a beer that I've never tried yet. And I don't think anybody is because I think it's a brand new offering for them. It's also part of the Voodoo, Ranging, Voodoo Ranger Rotating IPA series. This one is uh, it says limited time only. It's called Liquid Paradise IPA. It's a 7.8% IPA, and it comes in a 12-ounce can, whereas most of their uh, other beers are in bottles. So <clears throat> I love, uh, I like cans. They protect the beer good, and they're portable. So I'm going to pop one open right now. And Uncle Pete and I are going to check this baby out. All right, so I got a, uh, <clears throat> a nice, real healthy, uh, nice snow-white foam head. Uh, about one finger. Um, the beer itself is very clear. Certainly not a hazy by any. It's completely clear. A um, few bubbles in there. Um, it's a, like a golden. It's more golden than orange. So it's you know kind of straw golden. Um, so let's take a, a whiff of this. Not getting a whole lot of not a real strong aroma, but uh, you can uh, get some nice tropical fruit notes. A uh, nice little, uh, you know, uh, not overpowering hops, but a nice, pleasant, fruity, fruity hop aroma. So let's take a taste. Oh, yeah, really nice, uh, nice hop profile here. It's not overly bitter at all. It's more, more tropical fruits to me. Um, the description on the website says they use Mosaic Incognito, Azaka, and Cascade hops. It says Liquid Paradise boasts a melange of tropical notes to create a delicately bitter and extremely aromatic IPA. Well, it could be maybe I uh, just don't have the nose tonight. I didn't get a whole lot of aroma on it. Um, but it's it's very, it, it, I could crush this. It, it's uh, a very easy to drink. Um, it's, uh, if any, if there would be any flaw in it to me is not a lot of carbonation. Um, there are a few tiny bubbles in here. It's not a, not a real foamy one, you know, and I poured properly. But it is, uh, you know, nice solid head on it. So it's, it's. Fully carbonated. It's just uh, not very bubbly, but uh, all in all, uh, got a great tropical hop 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 uh, profile to it, and a nice fruity. It reminds me more of a West Coast, like a California style uh, IPA. Pete, that's what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you on the subdued aroma. Uh, there is mild aroma there. The first thing I picked up was kind of bready. And then a little bit of the tropical fruit aroma came in. Um, but on the taste, I was immediately uh, drawn right to the bitterness. And, uh, you know, it's a complex set of hops there. I mean, you got four different hops going on. And uh, the Mosaic and the Azica and the Cascade. And I don't remember what you said the other one was. But uh, <clears throat> nonetheless, it's a, it's a unique bitterness, uh, one that I've not experienced before. Um, it's interesting and it is a crusher. I'll agree with that. Uh, but I would imagine this has a fairly high IBU, uh, just because it's really dry in my mouth out. Um, I don't know if I could see it on the can here, but it does on the can. They have a guy kicking back on a, uh, uh, pool raft, liquid paradise IPA, uh, voodoo ranger. And I'm looking forward to see if it's got the ABVs and the IBUs, and I don't see. Nope. So, nonetheless, 
Uh, oh, here we go. 7.8% alcohol. I would think it's a higher AB, uh, IBU. It's a good beer. I like it. Haven't ever had it before. I mean, it's a new, a new release, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's clear. It's bubbly. It's foamy. Any of the other guys seen this yet or tried it? It's not on the website. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. limited release. <laughs> on mute. That's about it. Yeah. On mute. Looks like website says forty-four IBUs. Okay, well, that's good. Can you guys hear me? There, yeah, you're on. Okay. Yeah, I think you were muted. So, yeah, carry oh, on, George. George here. Um, it's a like I guess the really really for seven point eight. It's pretty crushable. Uh, nice easy drinker. Nice, uh, you know, clear as can be. Definitely West Coast style. Very enjoyable. So Zach always uh, seems to be a nice, mellow, easy drinker. Uh, nice fruity, hot profile. So I like this one. All right. Well, I wanted to mention some more things about the the brewery. Um, one of the great things about New Belgium is they are a hundred percent employee owned. So if there was ever a big company wanting to buy them out, the employees would have to vote that in, and probably wouldn't. Employees take great great pride as you know uh, employee owners, so that's a really cool uh, model that they have. Um, they're also really really uh, leaders in the industry in sustainability. Um, some of the things they do uh, to promote uh, they they uh, do a lot of things that help climate change. They uh, um, reduce greenhouse gas emissions in the brewery. They use solar panels. Um, process wastewater. They recapture and repurpose heat by burning methane. Um, they also uh, are really big into glass recycling and advocate uh, policies to our elected officials um, for sustainability and uh, to protect our environment. So, uh, other things that I wanted to mention about I tell you, it's a great place to work. They treat their employees really well. Um, um, hundred percent employee owned over $16 million have been donated to nonprofits by the company. So, you know, they take their profits and they do good things with it for their communities. Um, outside magazines, best places to work First wind powered brewery in the United States versus carbon footprint study for beer. I could go on and on, but they're, uh, um, uh, 12% of hops salmon safe certified. That's a new one. Um, so just, uh, you know, uh, they co-founded the Glass Recycling Coalition. They care about our planet. They care about our resources. And uh, it's just a great feel-good story. You know, and it's always good to support a company that takes care of their employees. So um, you can go on their website, and they have a whole sustainability report. Um, you know, water conservation is another big thing. I think that they're down to four gallons uh, of water per gallon of beer brewed, which is uh, industry standards around uh, seven so uh, they found ways to, you know, conserve the water that they use. So just, uh, again, you can feel good whenever you go out and uh, purchase a new Belgium beer because uh, they do great things as a company. And so my hat's off to them. This was yeah. another one. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you get a chance to head out there for sure, take the plan an hour or two to, to go to there. It's in Fort Collins, and there's a million other breweries there now. But... Um, yeah, it's a super cool place. It's big and beautiful. They got a lot of things to look at and do. 
Um, they get their employees get a bike. I think every used to be every year. I don't know if that's still the same. They come out with a new, um, new Belgium specific bike and it changes every single year. So every bike is unique. So it's, that's kind of a big collector's item. And then after, I can't remember if it's after 15 years or 20 years or something like that of employment with a company, they give you a free trip to, to Belgium and you kind of get to pick what you want to do. At least that's the way the story I was told when we, we were out there like, oh gosh, that's been like a long time ago now. I don't remember how many years, nine, eight or nine years ago, but uh, uh, it's definitely, definitely worth the trip to, to take some time. And if you live locally, they, they, you know, they have good fair prices in the tasting room, great growler deals. I had a buddy that used to live in Fort Collins and uh, it's a cool spot for sure. Yeah, it sounds like a great destination. And I was going to say, you know, just uh, back in the history of this particular uh, brewing company, you know, again, started with a, with a home brewer, you know, in the late 80s, the guy visited um, Belgium, happened to be riding a mountain bike with fat tires, comes home, takes a couple years and starts, you know, really kicking off with the home brewing in the basement. And uh, the first two brews that he made was a brown double and then uh, uh, an amber that they, they called fat tire. So from there, boom, right? Fat tire just took off. And, uh, you know, ambers, who's not who's big on ambers? Not too many people, but fat tire really set the mark in the amber uh, section of the of the beer of the beer aisle. So, uh, you know, after that and all that growth and it, you know, moved on to employee owned like JR was talking about, I mean, it's all good stuff. I mean, it was a great vision. Um, and I think, I think they realized, you know, after not too long of having a lot of success, it's like, Hey, you know, we need some help. <laughs> you know, how do we, how do we get some more people and put, put this on top of some additional shoulders? So good for them, New Belgium. And thanks for kicking out some really good beers. If they're employee owned, the employees know what they're doing because they're like we said earlier, they're available everywhere. So good for them. Absolutely. And if there's one beer that I don't think we have on the show tonight that was always a favorite back in the days when Fat Tire was the big thing and everybody knew about Fat Tire, uh, don't sleep on their fifteen fifty four black lager. I'm very uh disappointed that I didn't think to bring one for the show to review, but Trust me, everybody out there, it's a nice chocolate malt in the black lager. You wouldn't even know it was a lager. It's delicious. So give that a shot sometime. I, I got to say, I was the one thing I don't I miss about them is I miss rampant. It was just such a great, dry, crisp, like West Coast classic kind of just great drinking Imperial IPA that you could pick up everywhere. And it was always at a good price. Uh, I mean, Voodoo Ranger is good, but for for me, I pick up a little bit of floral notes on the back end of it that don't always hit me perfectly. Man, I miss rampant. It was always dry. You could crush them in for like an 8% beer or whatever that beer was, but I wish they could have kept and done both of them. I don't know why they had to get rid of rampant, but I'm sure their bean counters have their reasons. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, we uh, have done shows in the past. We did the show on uh, Old Dog New Tricks, where if you just become stagnant and don't change things up, uh, you become irrelevant, and I would have to say, uh, with all the IPAs on the market, maybe rampant sales were probably struggling. So they figured, let's rebrand it, and maybe they reformulated it and broke it out as, you know, similar beers out in the Voodoo Ra Ranger series. So that's probably what happened. But I agree with you. I can remember 
dugout buying that too. You know, he's like, gosh, this is like a, you know, you know, nine ninety nine six pack of great double IPA here that that's fantastic. And I know I've bought a few sixes in the past, but yeah, it's a victim of uh, the craft beer explosion, most likely. But um, yeah, I wish they had it too, Dan. Good point. One of them beers that ends up in a variety pack just to get rid of inventory. You never know. If we make enough noise, maybe they'll they'll do an encore. All right, I think Chris, I think you're up next from the Heartland. Yep. And uh, my, we're just rolling through this Voodoo Ranger series because I have the Imperial IPA. Uh, this comes in at 9%. Uh, it is 70 IBUs. Uh, reading from the bottle here, uh, a rare blend of choice hops creates an explosion of fresh-cut pine and citrus flavors for a co- complex, rich, and delicious finish. Um, not going to lie, I've almost finished this beer uh but i poured it and you know kind of kind of like the the same description as yours jr i mean it's clear it's golden uh, i got a nice little uh I, I got a nice foamy white head that's you know not too thick not too thin it's just kind of hanging out on the top of my beer putting your nose into it i mean i'm getting all i'm getting all of that citrus uh, the website tells me i should be smelling strong pine followed by citrus uh, but I'm, that's, you know, maybe it's, I'm getting over a cold, but that's all I'm getting is I'm getting maybe, maybe a little bit of, of, of floral aroma, but it's, it's pretty citrusy, like grapefruit, kind of orange. Um, let's drink some more cause it's good. Yeah. Nice medium mouthfeel, like straight down the middle. And then it's sweet at the beginning and then the bitterness kicks in right at the end. This is kind of similar to yours jr this is this is a very this to me this is a very west coast ish ipa um i'm not mad i have five more of these and yeah coming in at nine percent you only need a couple at a time you know if, if if moderation is your goal but yeah i mean the voodoo ranger series from dan jr to, to this one i mean they it, it sounds like you're gonna like anything you pick up if you're an ipa guy or person or whatnot uh, pick this up you're you're gonna like anything in the voodoo ranger series but yeah the imperial ipa you know got this in this in the spirit of dugout uh if you see it check it out buy it you won't be disappointed yeah i'm glad you like that one i mean i like a good double and they, they're just efficient yep, sounds very much like the one i had maybe just a little stronger Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I, I tasted this and instantly I just thought of the Northwest, like immediately. Like this is a beer you'd get up in Oregon or up in Washington. ChristopherMedia.net With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ChristopherMedia.net. So I believe next up, uh, Uncle Pete, it's your turn. All right. Well, I was going to do uh, just a brief hipster tipster lead in uh, before I do my beer. Uh, as we know, the government shutdown is launched into its third week here and uh, well, everywhere in the U.S. But uh, there was a thing that came across my radar from overnight that uh, Stephen Colbert uh, did a little skit on his show where they uh, tried to explain the impact of the shutdown with the help of some beer. And he used a number of various beer bottles and, and the labels on the beer to explain the nature of the shutdown and how absurd it is. And I'll give you a couple of clips from it, but uh, he must have gone through about 17 beers sliding across his desk as he told a little story. And, uh, you know, the shutdown could be impacting or it is impacting craft beer uh, across the country, uh, particularly in, in, in regards to getting approval for new beer labels. Um, I guess there's part of the government that uh, manages that, and they're furloughed, so uh, you know a lot of breweries can't get their beer labels approved, and thus they probably can't get them packaged and shipped. So, anyway, to move on, um, Colbert had said, "quote uh, It's o- been almost three weeks, and I am still pissed about it." And uh, he was holding a bottle of Amstel Light, and then he says, "The whole time Trump's head has been up his own." Heine, as he revealed a bottle of Heineken, and then he ends his rant by saying, now of course, there's Stella chance that we can turn this around, because I have a feeling that pretty soon that it's going to be Mueller time. So he <laughs> he was being quite witty, and I got a lot of laughs out of it as I watched the video. You can watch it on YouTube. Uh, if you're into beers and uh, asking yourself a lot of questions why this got shutdown's going on so long, uh, look for a little humor behind the whole story. So when there's trouble brewing, leave it to Stephen Colbert to get on, the, get on it. Well, just to elaborate on the label fiasco is uh, the, the dreaded uh, federal arm of government that's responsible for approving labels is the TTB, which is the... Tax and Trade Bureau, uh, I think Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, uh, commonly referred to as the TTB, and because they are considered non-essential employees, at least to anybody that doesn't drink beer, they are affected by the shutdown. So uh, that's where we're at, and a lot of breweries are sitting on beer that they had hoped to be selling by now, and you know, they're saying, "What are we going to do? Throw this away?" I think pretty much. You can still sell it at your tap room. I think it's just packaged beer that it has affected, but it's still a nuisance and it's still uh, adversely affecting the flow of our favorite craft breweries. And uh, so we really like to get this thing behind us and get the breweries back in business. And so I saw one of the one of my Twitter friends posted something. You know, if you have a chance to, if you know of a, somebody affected, their jobs affected by the furlough. Um, Buy them a, a locally brewed craft beer, then you you help everybody. You help your local craft brewery, and you help that person that's uh, waiting on their paycheck. So that's my advice to everybody to get through this. 
patronize your local craft breweries, and if you know somebody affected, buy them a beer. When the TTB can't get out their TPS reports, I guess we're we're going to be lagging for some good craft beer. All right, what I've got is a New Belgium Oakspire bourbon barrel ale. This was a uh, limited edition collaboration between New Belgium and Knob Creek, the Knob Creek bourbon. Oakspire is a unique bourbon barrel ale aged with bourbon-steeped oak spirals and char from inside the barrels. And uh, this is kind of an innovative thing. I think uh, New Belgium, I don't know what else they've struck out on before to try to do some barrel-aged stuff. Nothing that crosses my mind immediately, but not to say there wasn't. But this is a 9% ABV, and uh, I'm going to try this out here. I'll pass it over to JR and let him get a get a handle on it. So let's see what we got going here. Okay. Boy, it pours a really nice uh, brownish copper color with an off-white head. Uh, kind of a really light tan color. Very well carbonated. It's got nice lacing. Boy, the aroma is really something. Mmm, lots of uh, vanilla and... Uh, Caramel, definitely some uh, bourbon aromas in there, but I get like a burnt sugar, caramel, vanilla kind of an aroma. Very pleasant aroma, different than anything I've had recently. Mmm. Wow. Boy, is this smooth. Very smooth and nice body on that. Malty. Um, not an overpowering bourbon effect by any means. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Not very complex at all, but it's uh, very smooth, not bitter. Uh, it's very low on the bitterness. It's got a really pleasant uh, flavor. I'm trying to pick out, it's just the sweetness in there, and the, you know, I get some wood. Yeah, it's creamy and kind of vanilla y, and just a very pleasant, smooth drinking beer. I mean, this is. Kind of a surprise. I thought it was going to be more, uh, much more impacted uh, in terms of alcohol and heat and also bourbon, but it's got a really nice balance in there. What do you think there, JR? Yeah, I get a lot of toffee. It reminds me of a Heath bar. You, know, you get that nice vanilla toffee uh, flavor. It kind of reminds me of a cross between somewhere between a brown ale and a scotch ale. Um, maybe a little bit lighter than a Scotch Ale. It's not really like a wee heavy, so it's probably, but it's not really as dark as a brown ale. So, um, but it's got that that same flavor profile. You know, the vanilla, the toffee, the a little bit of wood from the barrel. I imagine, and there's there's a nice a nice solid bourbon presence. Nothing overpowering, um, but there's barrel there for sure. It's pretty pleasant. I mean, it's uh, it's not anything you're gonna be given five stars or anything but uh as far as an easy easy to drink and flavorful beer it's got it's got pretty much everything you could ask for um i mean for the price point it's a it's a pretty enjoyable beer and uh normally when you get a bourbon barrel beer it's a much darker uh base stout or a porter um this is a little bit lighter than that and there's nothing wrong with that at all um yeah i was reading up on the uh ingredients uh, they use pale malt, Munich, caramel 80, rye, and roasted barley. So there was a video online that I watched earlier regarding this beer, and they had talked about how 
this was more of a uh, rye ale as a base to kind of complement, you know, a lot of the bourbon, um, you know, distillers tend to use a rye-based mash uh, to generate, you know, and uh, distill into the alcohol for the bourbons. And uh, it's kind of a high calorie, 260 calories for a 12-ounce bottle. They use Nugget hops and HBC 472 hops, whatever that is. Maybe it's an experimental thing. I don't know. Uh, but low low hop bitterness, actually, 20 IBU. And, um, you know, the oak spirals uh, and char uh, from more than 4,000 used Knob Creek bourbon barrels. And if you watch the video on New Belgium's site about this beer, you'll see not at the Knob Creek facility they're emptying the barrels. And a lot of char does actually come out of the barrels when they when they dump. And uh, John, uh, JR and I have both had used um, bourbon barrels for our homebrew in the past. And I know when we've dumped uh, the contents out, we've ended up with some char in our glass, you know, floating around, uh, little black chips of charcoal. And uh, I do get just the mildest, slightest little bit of char flavor at the end uh, as the as the beer kind of evaporates. Uh, it's I'm very agreeable beer. I'm glad we bought some of this and tried it out. I agree, and I think uh, Greg, I think you also have this. You have any <clears throat> comments? Yeah, I mean, you guys just hit everything on the you know on the head perfectly. I mean, I, I, it started out. Uh, I had this probably a little colder than I probably would have liked, but you know, as she's warm, and I'm I'm picking up more of that caramel or toffee, as you said, Jr. And um, you know. It, Get that little sweetness as well on the back end, which is really, really is enjoyable. I've been really liking this beer, and um, I guess maybe one little knock. I don't know if maybe you guys agree or not, but maybe just a, a touch more bourbon would be nice on this. I, I don't know, but I mean, for what it is, it's in the price point that we paid for it. I mean, it really is is a fantastic beer. So I, you know, I definitely would go out and search for this again. I kind of had my expectations up as, as far as. I thought I would get more bourbon flavor and aroma. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm not sure. disappointed totally. No, very, no, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm very pleased with the result. I don't know if I'd knock it for it. And I didn't think you meant that you would knock it, but it was no, just no, it was an just observation. A, yeah, a small one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, I mean, they used oak spirals uh, that were soaked in Knob Creek bourbon. So yeah. this was not actually aged in a Knob Creek bourbon right. barrel. Yeah, sure. Um, and it's it's common practice. I mean, as a home brewer, I've got a whole stash of oak chips and stuff at home that I can soak in uh, bourbon or the the spirits of my choice and add those chips to my uh, fermentation tank or my aging tank and let that impart some wood and char and bourbon and whatever flavors to my beer. And I can't wait because I plan on doing that more in the future. <laughs> but. <laughs> But it's a great it's a great process, and I think it worked well for them. Uh, so that I thought this was a winner. Yeah, I agree. It's great value for the price. Um, could this beer be you know kick it up a notch on the bourbon? It could be really really good, but it, it's still solid. And again, no complaints for the price. I um, think if you're going to introduce somebody to a bourbon in, infused beer or you know oh, oak, good and, point. Yeah. you know this would be a good introductory yeah, without good blowing point. them out of the water. <laughs> all right well that was a pretty good one uh i'd buy this again definitely yeah so i guess we're down to the grand finale nobody yes. has any more comments uh, greg 
I think uh, you're up with the grand finale, the That's strongest beer that we have this evening. Yeah, so I'll let you take it, it away. Up. Yeah, we're bumping it up one ABV percentage point to 10% here. Uh, mine is the Honey Orange Triple. And just a little descriptive here on the bottle. It says, Belgian-style ale brewed with wild African honey and fresh ground Seville orange peel. And just a little uh, beer facts from the web- websites. Uh, like I said, it's ABV is 10%. IBU's 25. You use Trappist Ale yeast. Uh, hops are Nugget and Styrian Savinsky Goldings. I hope I pronounced that correctly, but... Uh, and their malts are Pale, Munich, and Pilsner. So, poured in the glass here. Beautiful gold straw color. Had a nice little head to it and still still holding pretty good here a couple minutes after I poured it in. Let's take a nice little whiff out of it. I get that, <clears throat> what you expect from the Belgian yeast, that, that uh, banana-y, banana-y, banana clove. Um, uh, you get a little bit of like a citrusy, uh, like a lemon peel to it. Um, could also be that Seville orange coming through, but, uh, maybe a little peppery, uh, component to it as well. So let's, let's take a sip here. Mm. Coats mouth real nice. I, I, for 10%, it certainly is a, it tastes like an easy drinker. That's <laughs> scary. Um, more of the same from the smell. Um, more of that Belgian yeast, uh, taste characteristic. Um, uh, more of that citrusy, you know, component to it, whether it's like, you know, the Seville orange it almost comes across as like a lemony peel, uh, more like a peppery end finish to it. Um, you know, this, this is really good. I mean, this was, this, I bought this today at holiday market over in Royal Oak and, and this was, I think right at $2 a bottle. I mean, it's, this was fin- this is really good, um, but it's it's got a nice warming quality quality to it. And I, I'm starting to feel it a little bit coming down my uh, gullet there. And, well, this is good. I mean, just much like the uh, the Oak Spire before this, this is uh, a very good quality beer for the price point. I I definitely would uh, search this out again and highly recommend it to anybody that uh, you know wants to get into a, a Belgian uh, style ale like this. Guys, you you tried I- it at all? I really like their triple. I've never had this variant that you have with the honey. Well, I'm picking up a little yeah. more sweetness from it, too. I, I think I failed to mention it, but there is definitely a nice little sweetness from the honey I'm getting, too. More and more a sip of it, but, but this is really good. I'd love to try it. The old triple that they used to have on the shelf had a rooster on it. I don't know if they still make this or if that's th- this replaces that, but I know that I always enjoyed their triple. And I've already mentioned the other thing. I, the other beer I always enjoyed is their fifteen fifty four black lager, dark lager. So I highly recommend that one. I know uh, I had a picture that I put on our beer nuts production team memos. That uh, I think that's where Lieutenant Dang saw the rampant and said, "Boy, I wish they'd bring that back." <laughs> so I'm gonna pull that up and just wanted to see some of the ones. I guess they, you know, they're they're staying relevant and upgrading packaging and changing things around. So maybe that's what they did. They took that boring old triple that's been on the shelf for a couple of years and added a few to it to make it relevant. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's what you need to do to survive in today's environment. People want something different. I mean, we're living in a world of untapped where everybody uh, relishes their you know unique beers that they have reviewed. 
I know one guy that has over 10,000, and when he goes to pick a beer, all he wants is something he's not had before. And there's a lot of people out there that that's kind of a, you know, a sidebar on what's occurred with an untapped. But, uh, you know, this is the way the, the industry is going. And hats off to New Belgium for taking some of those styles and spicing them up. Maybe that's why there's no more Rampart and it's just uh, evolved into a Voodoo Ranger selection. But, hey, they're, you know, they're, they're still around, um, you know. To recap some of the, the themes from tonight, their beers are good, they're affordable, the quality's there, great company to work for, great uh, uh, sustainability record, uh, you know, they care about our environment and uh, give back to communities that they sell their beer in. I mean, what more could you ask for, for really, from one of the, the larger craft brewers? Yeah, can't beat it. So uh, hats off to New Belgium Brewing, really enjoyed uh, most of the offerings tonight, we were very well received. I know I'm enjoying, uh, still enjoying my uh, glass of Oak Spire here, and uh, you know I'll continue to patronize these guys. And it's always good, like you know, sometimes you're in a bind and you don't have a chance to go to a you know a craft beer store with a, a huge selection, but you can always find uh, a solid offering from this brewery and just about any uh, you know average grocery store. Or even I, I even see. Uh, new Belgium beers offered in the Seven Elevens around here. So, you know, what's not to like? It's good to have these guys around, and I hope they're around for a lot longer. So, keep buying their beer. Amen. Here, here. Yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything to add? So if not, we're going to go to Mexico with or without a wall. If you <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Fort Collins, you can go to New Belgium, and you can. It used to be, anyways. Before, I mean, uh, hopefully it's the same. You can check out and just use one of their bikes. They keep bikes there for you to use. You can cruise through Fort Collins and then come back and come back to the brewery. Pretty sweet gig. Man, this place sounds super cool. I was, I was just in Denver right before Christmas, too. Oh, well. <laughs> what do well, you want to do? One of the things I always associate with New Belgium is the bicycle because when I used yeah. to work for Newcastle on the Las Vegas market, you know, uh, my competitor, one of my competitors with New Belgium, you know, Fat Tire is kind of another dark beer. But, uh, man, they really did a good job with getting those bicycles out in the trade. You still see them in bars and restaurants hanging from ceilings. And, you know, they've done charity giveaways with them. Um, but, you know, it's on the, the Fat Tire, you know, label. So that's kind of like their motto is the bicycle. And um, I'll always associate that brewery with biking and, and fitness and just everything that's right about craft beer, you know, what we've discovered tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And they've got a badass Airstream they tour around the country and in the summertime as well. Can't be as badass as my RV trailer, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I toured around the country, too. <laughs> Although, if it's got taps sticking out the side and there's beer coming out of it, that's pretty badass. I would like that's, to see that. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I want, well, maybe you should get uh, naming rights. I wanted to do that. I wanted to make a, a kegerator out of my fridge on the outside because I got an outdoor kitchen on mine. Okay. And I got a fridge out there, and I was going to put a tap on the side and convert it. My wife's like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a price for everything. If you get a craft brewery to paint on the side of your you know, nice, uh, how about a big New Belgium logo, and maybe they'll throw you a bike. You can put you know his and her bikes for you and uh, Cindy, and there you go. You got the New Belgium uh, sponsorship. 
Uh, the sorry, the only name going on the side of my trailer is Uncle Pete's Home Brewery. That's what it's going to be. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> Uncle Pete's Pull Pub. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. These have been some, some great beers. And as we finish these up, um, I guess it's time to go to you, Chris, to uh, thank our listeners. And uh, listen, uh, please reach out to us and let us know what you want to hear about. If there's a beer you want us to review, let us know. Send us beer. We'll always review it if you send us free beer. Um, other than that, you know, we really enjoyed this episode. Um, little spoiler for next next episode: we'll be doing uh, Belgian style quadruples. So look forward to some strong quads. We'll be sleeping well after doing the next episode. So thanks for listening, Chris. Take it away, and then I'll take it back to Mexico. We are at Beer Nuts Podcast on Twitter. You can find us on Untapped too. Uh, I believe it is Beer Nuts Podcast. Just just search for Beer Nuts Podcast. We're probably the only Beer Nuts Podcast on Untapped. Uh, we're on Instagram. Make sure to show us what you're drinking at Beer Nuts Podcast. You can email the show, Beer Nuts Podcast at ChristopherMedia.net. Other than that, JR, leaves time you, to go to Mexico. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, I heard. Oh, that's right. That's I forgot about that. Yes. We're on uh-huh. Spotify now. Because that's now. sweet. Yeah, because that's Excellent. what everybody that's where everything is now. We're yep. music podcasts. We're on Spotify. So, hey, you can even, when you get in the shower, you know, put the show on on Spotify and get that shower beer in the shower and, and start there you your go. day off. <laughs> we could do an episode on shower beers. Is that what you're trying to say? Hey, why there not? There we go. That's an idea. Why not? I'll do that from home, okay? I'm coming over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no live All right. <laughs> Things are going south quick. So, speaking of going south, we're going to Mexico. So as they say in old Mexico City, ChristopherMedia.net. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for listening, and thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.